Welcome to Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy Priest with this week's devotional. And if you haven't already, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. We've all heard the story of the rich young man found in Mark 10 and Matthew 19. And we've all heard and probably quoted the verse, With God all things are possible. And most of us don't think of these two stories being linked, but Jesus said this famous line at the closing of the account of the rich young man. And I believe there's an important side of the story that is often missed in this passage. Mark 10, verses 17 to 27 reads, As he, Jesus, was setting out on a journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these things from my youth up. And looking at him, Jesus felt a love for him and said to him, One thing you lack. Go and sell all you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. But at these words, he was saddened, and he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. And Jesus, looking around, said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were even more astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Looking at them, Jesus said, With people it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. A couple key notes to consider in this passage. First, Jesus felt a love for this man, specifically agape love, the highest form of deep, affectionate, intimate love that we have for family or a spouse. And it's the same love we are called to have for fellow believers, as told in 1 John 4, 21. Second, Jesus told him to go and sell what he had so he would have treasure in heaven. Now, this seems to be a command, and the same Greek word was used when Christ told the people he healed to go present themselves to the priests and so forth. He was calling them to an action. And third, and perhaps most importantly, Jesus said, come follow me. I did not find another place in scripture where Christ gave this command to anyone except one of his disciples, and they always obeyed him. In fact, in a similar passage, Matthew 8, verses 21 to 22, Christ's rebuke and command is also directed at a disciple. It reads, Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me, and allow the dead to bury their own dead. The same account is recorded in Luke chapter 9, verses 59 and 60, and has a slightly different point of view. And he, Jesus, said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But he said to him, Allow the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim everywhere the kingdom of God. I find it quite interesting that in this account, it's also commonly taught that Jesus sent this man away as unfit. But I would argue that the opposite is true. Just as with the rich man, Christ instructed this disciple on how to follow and obey by going. 
So instead of go and sell, it was go and proclaim. And as with the calling of the other disciples, the same key words were used, follow me. Now back to our passage. But at these words, he, the rich man, was saddened, and he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. That's verse 22. Most of us focus on the fact that at Jesus' command, the man was sad or grieved because he was very, very rich. Now, did he go away and never return to follow Christ? Or perhaps did he go away to sell his possessions just as Christ had instructed him to do? I believe the context of this story gives us a clue. Jesus said, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were even more astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Looking at them, Jesus said, With people it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. That's verses 24 to 27. Is it possible that this young man was saved? Yes. Why? Because all things are possible with God. Even a selfish rich man can be saved through what God can do in his heart. And I think it's worth noting that this rich man did not boast in his works. Knowing his heart, Christ asked him if he'd kept the law, to which he replied that he had. The man did not lead with this, but instead he knelt before Jesus, understanding and acknowledging that keeping the law was not enough to be saved. Now for some self-reflection. If you met Jesus Christ today, and his command was the same, considering what you have accumulated in your life to date, would you cheerfully give it up without even a thought? Or would it be hard? Would there be some sadness if Christ's call meant you had to walk away from your home and all that filled it? For me, if I'm being really honest, the answer is yes, it would be very hard. However, that is the worldly human flesh at work in my heart. And this is where God helps us set our priorities and challenges us to love Him more than we love this world. It's part of the pruning process we read about in John chapter 15. Christ does not expect perfection, and we are not saved through our own righteousness or works, or even, as this young man had done, adhering to the Ten Commandments. We are saved because of Christ's work on the cross. Rich or poor, Christ makes all things possible and removes the barrier to our spiritual growth, and sometimes that hurts. Sometimes it hurts a lot. In closing, a reminder from Christ to his disciples in Matthew 6, verses 19 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Thank you so much for listening today to the Truth Matters Church podcast. We would love to connect with you. You can find us online at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.